pushing it. You know, I said, Jesus loves you. She goes, what? Jesus loves me. I don't want to hear about Jesus. And I'm not realizing that she was talking about her ex-husband. <laughs> it was crazy. God, I can't believe that I'm actually doing this. And I'm so thankful for the person that's sitting in front of me. I need I needed to have someone to sit in front of me so that I could deliver this message. So my name is Inez Diaz Pena. And um, this is the Light of Dawn Ministry. What is the Light of Dawn Ministry? The Light of Dawn Ministry is a ministry that helps the whole person be a whole person. I believe that your light of dawn, light of dawn is Jesus. He's my personal Lord and Savior. And this is my foundation and why I do whatever it is that I do. He's the number one and most important person in my life. So I'm really excited. That's the first and foremost thing I need to say. And if you don't want to hear who he is and what he's done in my life and in the lives of people that Light of Dawn touches, then this is really not for you. <laughs> but I believe it's for everyone, whosoever will, want to understand who they are as a person. So what is Light of Dawn? Light of Dawn ministry is a ministry that deals with the whole person. I believe that we're made of body, soul, and spirit. So body, soul, and spirit is what's going to be addressed in this podcast. Your spirit is, well, the, the Bible says, let us make man in our own image. And God is spirit. And so whenever I speak to a person, um, it's going to be based on the word of God. I may not say it's a quote. If you know the word of God, you'll recognize it when I speak to you. But um, it's not, it's going to be something based on the word of God. Um, in my line of work as a, a school counselor, I am a school counselor, a certified school counselor, and I have done therapy um, for different agencies. I have my coursework credentials to be a mental health license counselor um i haven't followed through on the steps as of yet to be able to say i have a license but i've been doing this for since 1992 i want to say um i say that it's 1992 because that's when i reached my lowest time of my life and while i was in my lowest time of my life is when um god revealed himself to me and i I really started understanding who he is in the valley of my life. But that's another thing. So what is Light of Dawn? It's therapy. It's counseling. But it's counseling of the whole man or woman. This was a ministry for women, by women, and that's what I gave myself to. But the beauty of podcasts is that whosoever will can actually listen. And I know that God's word is gender-free. And it addresses every person, every man, every woman, and every child. Um, and so welcome to the Light of Dawn ministry. 
know, how did I, how did it originate? Um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself and then maybe you'll understand. I, Puerto Rican in background, mom, dad, I have three sisters. Well, I have tons of sisters, <laughs> biological sisters, four biological sisters, one biological brother. So there's five of us. Yay. And um, we, we were a, a wonderful bunch. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> But you love your family. You, they're with you for the rest of your life. And you learn to love the things that are difficult to love about another human being that came out of the same parents as you. And you realize that love is thicker than water sometimes. You know, it says that God is love. That's what he is, right? And my little grandson, which I have four of them, by the way, that I adore. Um, my little grandson was talking about to his mom. And the gist of the conversation was, mom, if you know, love is a feeling and anger is a feeling. So when you get angry at me, do you love me? That was a deep question, man. I'm telling you, God bless my little Levi. Um, do you, does it stop? And that, that sounds like a perplexing question, right? But it really isn't because if you look at it, love is not an emotion. It can be in love, being in love or love, feeling loved is an emotion, but love is not an emotion. Love is a constant. Love is the foundation that you build on um, with your children, with people, with your passion. Um, so the answer to that is you cannot stop love no matter how you're feeling, whether you're afraid, angry. It could cloud that, but Love is a constant and it's a foundation and, um, and feelings are very, very uh, fluid, right? Okay, so it started, I started thinking about it more than 40 years ago. When I gave my life to the Lord in 1980, July of 1980 was a, a turning point in my life. Um, and I, I was taking a shower and all of a sudden I started singing this song and it, it turned from just being a regular song to a song to the Lord. And it was, um, never knew love like this before. Now I'm lonely, never more. That song, oh, all of a sudden it changed to God. And I said, Lord, are you calling me back? And in my shower, I knelt and I wept before the Lord. And I said, Lord, are you calling me back? Are you calling me back? And if you are, then I need to hear this special song that when I was 16 years old, there was this cute guy. I love drummers. He, he was so cute. He used to play the drums. I grew up in the 70s and oh, what an era when everybody was burning their bras and, you know, walking around, you know, feeling free, <laughs> flapping all over the place. Well, so I grew up in that era and I met this boy and he was in the, uh, this was called the, uh, I think it was called the Savage Skulls. That was a gang back in the 70s in the Bronx. And um, 
he liked me. I thought he was cute only because he was a drummer. I just loved the way he played drums. His name was Eddie. And um, I saw him beat up this one kid and I was so angry about it. The only reason why he beat him up was because he was not of his race. And um, I was so angry about that. I was so impressed. I was so impressed about that and so hurt. And um, he tried to what we called rap to me, which is meant that he tried to talk to me, which meant that he tried to, uh, what would I say, advance, you know, try to try to romance me. I don't know what it's called these days. <laughs> but anyway, I was so angry about who he was um, and who he had become that I didn't want to talk to him. And then all of a sudden, one day, he knocked on my door and there he was with a suit and a Bible. I'm like, what are you doing? And he said, come to church with me. I'm like, what? He goes, come to church. I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I said, no, I'm not going to church. I'm going dancing. My parents are going to Puerto Rico and I have the house to myself. And my plan is to go to the Ipanema's and dance my behind off. And he was like, just come because I'm going to have a... Um, a concert. And, and oh, a concert? You're going to play drums? And he said, yeah, I'm going to play drums. I've changed. God changed my life. <sighs> so I decided to go. And then the name of his band was called Inner Peace, I remember. And what happens? I go and this one little old lady, I, it was a little Pentecostal church and there he was playing the drums and they had the altar call. And um, they said, who would like to give their life to the Lord? My heart was pounding. And I just, I could, I felt like my heart was beating out of my chest. But at the same time, I was thinking about that I was going to go dancing right after. So there was a, a big, like, war going on in my heart. All of a sudden, um, he, he just bowed his head. And I saw him praying. And the lady sang a song to me sang a song to the group, and, and it was a Spanish song um, that said, um, Yo tengo una corona ya en el cielo. I have a crown in heaven. Que Cristo ha preparado para mí. That Christ has prepared for me. Yo, I can't sing it without crying, but... Yo oí una voz del ángel que me dijo... I heard an angel say to me, the voice of an angel, Hijo mío, no te tardes en venir. Don't today in coming to me. Mas yo no endurecí mi corazón. So I didn't harden my heart. Y a los pies del ángel me humillé. And at his feet, I bowed. Y me dijo, hijo mío, levanta. Que tus manchas con mi sangre yo la ve. And it said, my son, get up, for it's with my blood I cleansed you. And that was the song that got me to my knees and crying and changed my life. <clears throat> and I can't do anything but want to give back. Give back to the God that loved me, the God that saved me, the God that said, no matter what you do, I, my love doesn't change for you. And so the beauty of this whole thing is that um, it originated there 
when I was 16 years old. And then, you know, I, that was in the seventies. My mom was opposing it because she was like, Oh, I'm not going to change, you know, those hallelujahs, not buying you new clothes. And I know that you have to look a certain way. And my mom was always into a lot of fashion and she always dressed me up like her doll, you know, like I, she doted on me and always wanted me to look a certain way in fashion. And, you know, my weight was important and all that comes with stuff that we'll be talking about. Um, But, and she didn't mean ill by it. She just wanted me not to lose who she wanted me to be, I guess, you know, she didn't understand how I just loved God. You know, I just wanted to do what God told me to do. I wanted to read the word. I wanted to just change my clothing. And, and it was right before I was, she put me in this beauty contest called Miss Five Girls Beauty Contest. And I had to have a talent, and the talent was to dance Afro-Cuban, like a belly dance. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just use that um, platform to sing about God and and to tell people about Jesus, you know. So, um... It was there that I decided, nope, I'm going to recite the word of God and I'm going to sing about Jesus instead of doing the Afro-Cuban dance. And so that's how, of course, I lost the Afro-Cuban, the the whole uh, contest, by the way. (laughs) So you don't think, wow, did she win? No, 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 I didn't win. Mom used to put me in those things. She put me in uh, charm school because I was a tomboy. She put me in modeling school. She, you know, it, I lived, uh, she lived vicariously through me, I guess. I love my mom. She was my best friend too. Anyway, back to Light of Dawn. <laughs> Light of Dawn started happening when I um, gave my life to the Lord and I wanted to give back. But back in those days, I was very offensive to people. They had to know Jesus no matter what. And I heard a lot of people's feelings, including some of my family members that stopped talking to me for years. And I started saying, oh, it was because of God. No, it wasn't because of God. It was because of my delivery of God. Instead of showing love, what I did was alienate people further from God because of how I delivered Jesus to them. My wonderful sister was married to a guy named Jesus, and I was like pushing it, you know. I was, Jesus loves you. She goes, "What? Jesus loves me? I don't want to hear about Jesus." And I'm not realizing that she was talking about her ex-husband. <laughs> it was crazy, but I did hurt a lot of people in uh, in the name of zeal of Jesus. And so many of us, so many of us Christians, hurt people because we want to stuff Jesus down people's throat. And that's now how, that's not how you do things. You have to show love to them. And then when, when, when they see the love emanating through you, that's when they say, who, who are you? And then you can point to Jesus. First lessons, guys. <laughs> show the love. Show the love. And so... In a nutshell, uh, Light of Dawn was originated because I knew that my calling was to counsel people. 
it was a prophetic word that uh prophet came and said to me you're going to be a count i see women broken women all around you and they're crying and weeping and children i see people and but women basically and they're torn up and they're coming to you and you're healing them that's what they saw and then another person came and said you're a counselor of counselors whatever that means and so I, I listened to the prophetic word and I said, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, then open the doors and help me to, to be that. And so I started reading the Bible. When I, when I would read the Bible, I would see formulas for anxiety, formulas for depression, formulas for different uh, mental illnesses or mental issues um, that were in God's word and how to approach those different issues. And so that became to develop within me. And then I realized, okay, God, this is what I'm supposed to do. And um, I went to school. I went to Inter-American University in Puerto Rico. Shout out to that. Then I went uh, 20 years later, I started my master's. And um, I finished at St. John's University, and that's where I got my certification as a school counselor. And lastly, in the ripe old age of 60, ripe young age at 60, I went back to school to get my license to satisfy my licensure in mental health uh, in Palm Beach Atlantic University. And so here I am after much prayer. Um, I started Light of Dawn um, in 1990, I want to say, when I finished, 2002, when I finished my master's. A lot had happened between 1980 and 2002. And um, I started running groups for women in uh, Harlem, New York, in this wonderful church that um, I decided to work in and they saw my calling, the leadership of the church that I was in saw my calling and and recognized it and said, Inez, it's time for you to do this. And um, what do you want to call it? I said, light of dawn. And the reason why I said that was because the in Isaiah 9, where it says, a light has come, a light has dawned. Um, that's Jesus. Uh, and do you know what time, statistically speaking, where people commit suicide the most? It's dawn. So he's the hope of your lowest part of your, of your life. The lowest part of your life where you want to commit suicide, where you want to end it all. That dawn, that time where you see the light of day and then you say, I can't take another day. There is a light of dawn. That gives you hope. And that's where my the name came from. So I'm so excited. What I wanted to look like now after my 12-week program, and I used to have women come through, and we would have my skill as a, as a therapist, as a counselor, mixed in and saturated in the Word of God. I would see women just change and manifest and grow and, and, and become um, and start their journey in a better light. So I've reached many women, I'd like to say hundreds, via telephone, via actual counseling, and one-on-one um, -on -one groups. 
So I just want you to know that, yes, a light of dawn has come again. And light of dawn this time will be to teach other therapists how to incorporate the word of God without ever saying the word God. (laughs) And watch them heal, build, and grow and become like a flower, beautiful flower. Um, not because of what you've done, but because what the Holy Spirit through you does. So Light of Dawn now, new in this podcast, will be a learning experience for those therapists that want to do what I do, licensed therapists, secular, um, and also a place for healing for whosoever will hear. I want to be able to interview people that have gone through Light of Dawn, you know who you are, get in contact with me via Facebook, Light of Dawn Ministry. I'm working on my website. I'm excited about that. You'll be able to contact me through that. And um, Light of Dawn will will have interviews, we'll have sessions on the podcast, and we'll have a time of training as well. Um, From parents to Men, women, children, welcome and many blessings. So I'll see you soon. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. You talk, we'll edit. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit lightofdawnministry.com. That's lightofdawnministry.com. Thanks for listening.